It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, thank you again, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and stand up and face Jerusalem and get right into our lesson tonight, which is astrology versus the word of God. Again, astrology versus the word of God, horoscopes, zodiac signs. Let's go ahead and stand up and face Jerusalem and get right into our prayer. Sister Key, if you can send me the what we believe. Thank you. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we come before you on this Tuesday on this platform, Father God. We say thank you once again for all that you have done, continue to do, and will do for us, Father God. Father God, we take not one ounce or inch of anything for granted, Father God, because we know that there are those that were not blessed enough to even live to see a day like today, Father God. This is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We ask that you bless this lesson tonight, that it be edifying to those who are watching and listening, and that it be glorifying to you, Father God. I also ask and pray that you remove me, Father God, or ego or pride or anything, and move it to the side, and you put you forth so that people, when people watch and listen and hear and see, that they would look and see and hear you, Father God, and not me, not my words. Father God, I pray this prayer through your son, Jesus, Yeshua name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, we're going to go ahead and read off the what we believe. And after we read off the what we believe, then we're going to go ahead and uh, do our YouTube recording. And then after our YouTube recording, we will be getting right into our lesson, which is astrology versus the wisdom of God. Astrology versus the wisdom of God. Sister Key, let me know if you received the, um, the uh, lesson I sent it to you. Let me know if you got it. All right. Uh, let me know if you got it. And let's go ahead and get into what we believe. The Bible Class Truth Hour is an online social media Bible-based ministry where we teach the uncut word of God as it is written in the Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept. That is Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus the Christ so that through the word of God and the keeping of the commandments, we may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Here's what we believe, number one. We believe in the name of Jesus, and we have no dispute with those, as we stated last week, who would like to use the other names, such as Yahshua, Esua, um, or any variation of the name before it was translated into English. Again, we didn't always speak English, and we didn't always have an English Bible, brothers and sisters. So for those people who, before they came and things were translated, we can't say that they were wrong for using the name that they were using because they had a Bible that uh, maybe was an old English or another language. Number two, we believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, 
we believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord is listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Number five, we believe that we, the so-called African-American and those who were spread throughout the world by way of the transatlantic slave trade are indeed Israelites and all of the Lord's statutes, laws and commandments apply to us. Number six, we believe that we must keep the law to the best of our ability. Number seven, we believe that we must keep the Lord's dietary law according to Leviticus the 11th chapter, no pork, no shrimp, no lobster, no catfish or anything that this dietary law deems to be unpermissible for us to eat. Number eight, we believe that both the scriptures of the Old Testament and the testimony or New Testament must be used when teaching the word of God. You can't be an Old Testament scholar or New Testament um, Christian. You must be both, Isaiah 8 and 20. Number nine, we don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine. We don't believe in crosses or images or holidays that originated in the worship of other gods, such as Easter or Christmas or New Year's. These are all anti-Christ or against Christ, according to the Bible. Number 10, we believe that salvation through Jesus is for all people, no matter what race, color, or nationality you belong to. You can read Revelation 7 and 9 when it talks about a number that no man could count. Brothers, at this time, we ask that if you have a hair covering on, to remove that hair covering from your heads. And sisters, at this time, if you do not have a hair covering on, we ask that you please place one over your head so that we can be in compliance with the ordinances of God as listed in 1 Corinthians the 11th chapter, verses 3 through 6. Again, 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, verses 3 through 6. So let's go ahead and get right into our lesson, brothers and sisters. And again, that lesson tonight is astrology versus the wisdom of God. Astrology versus the wisdom of God. Now, again, this lesson is a lesson of, of importance because many of our people, um, some unknowingly, have delved into this, it's really idolatry, brothers and sisters. I, I have to really just put it like that and say it like that. Let's go ahead and bring on our YouTube. Peace and blessings, YouTube. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. Our lesson tonight is astrology versus the wisdom of God. Please hit that subscribe button. Now, in this lesson tonight, brothers and sisters, we're going to compare astrology, horoscope readings, and zodiac signs with the wisdom of God. So many people hang on their zodiac signs and horoscopes, brothers and sisters. There's even a book <clears throat> that we uh, used to buy back in the day, and some still buy it today. Y'all remember this book right here? The book is called The Dream Book, and it got Red Devil on the front brothers and sisters 
So again, it's very interesting that we will go to the store and buy this book and study this book and read this book right here, and we won't pick up this book and open up this book to learn how to save ourselves, to learn how to gain salvation. But we will go get this Red Devil Dream book. I'm not making up the name, y'all. That's what it says, Red Devil Dream book. This was the guide. that a lot of families use, especially in the black community. Oh man, I dreamed about 785 last night. Let me go in this book and look and see what 785 means. It was <laughs> brothers and sisters, right? Let's take a ride on this lesson tonight from the origin of these things all the way up into today. Now, there is a difference between astronomy and astrology. Let's look and read in the um, Encyclopedia Britannica, the definition of astronomy and astrology. Astronomy is the study of the universe and its contents outside of the Earth's atmosphere. Astronomers examine the positions, motions, and properties of celestial objects. Astrology, on the other hand, attempts to study how those positions, motions, and properties affect people and events on earth. So we're going to deal with that. We got to deal with this zodiac signs, this horoscope reading, this astrology. Let's go back to the origin of where a lot of these things began. And we got to go back to the Babylonians. Let's go back and do our research, brothers and sisters, and you can type this in your Google search engine of how horoscopes and astrology began, and we go back to Nimrod and the Babylonians. Let's read. The Babylonians used horoscopic astrology by observing the seasonal movements of the sun, moon, and planets. The Babylonians connected their beliefs of divine intervention in their everyday life to space and time. They didn't connect it to God. They connected it to a divine intervention in their everyday life to space and time. The current iteration of Western astrology is highly influenced by ancient Greek, Greece, and ancient Babylon. In addition, Zodiac history is primarily derived from the <clears throat> math mathematician or ma mathem yeah, it says mathematician and astronomer Ptolemy's. I'm going to try to pronounce this word right. Tetra Biblos, which was published roughly 1800 years ago. This typically marks the beginning of astrology. So now you got to go back to Ptolemy, right? To deal with what we have during this modern day version of astronomy. I'm sorry, astrology and zodiac signs and horoscopes. But Ptolemy, okay, the Greek philosopher, got it from the Babylonians, right? It says Ptolemy divided the Earth's orbit around the sun. 
a 360 degree experience into distinctive 30 degree sectors, each with a different identification. He carefully documented the stars that could be witnessed during this time, which often included distinct constellations. Ultimately, this led to the creation of the ancient zodiac signs, which are 12 cosmic phases correlated with each 30 degree sector. Today, many people believe the sign that is present at the moment of their birth can have direct influence on the course of their life. So now we got to go to the Bible. We read about the origin of the zodiac, the origin of the astrology and the horoscope readings, and we didn't read nothing about God in this. Not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But now let's read about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And let's read about what the God of this book called the Bible feels about astrology, horoscope readings, zodiac signs, those things that you can associate with the creations that you look at when you look into the sky. Let's compare the wisdom of man with the wisdom of God. When we get wrapped up in stargazing, brothers and sisters, we start conjuring things up in our own mind and creating idols. But we're going to get into it. Let's go to Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 5. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, Verses one through five. Let's look at what God instructed us. And remember, we got in trouble in the garden because God gave us a list of instructions. Of every tree of these guard of this garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which was none other than Satan, you may not eat of it. And the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. So don't talk to this fallen angel. Don't entertain him. Don't listen to him. What happened when we didn't listen to what the Lord said? A death sentence was handed down. So let's look again in Jeremiah the 10th chapter at what instructions the Lord gives us about this zodiac signs and horoscopes and astrolog uh, astrology. Jeremiah 10, 1 and 2. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaks unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, which means nations. So I'm going to stop right there because, Lord, what are you talking about? What is it about these nations and, they, and what they do that you don't want us to learn how to do? He explains it to us. He says, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. You mean you tell me these nations look up in the sky and they see the sun and the moon and the star and they are dismayed at them and they are amazed by them? Yes, they are. You see it every year when there's an eclipse that all the white folks go outside and they gaze up at the star or at the moon passing by the sun. We see it every year. They're, they've always been amazed 
by the creation more than the creator himself. Let's see what some of us have done by allowing the sun, moon, and star and what we see in the sky to influence us. Verse three, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cuts a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the ax. They deck it with silver and with gold. Wait a minute. They get a tree and they're put it in their home and they decorate it with sh shiny things. Why do you think that this is done? Because what they saw in the sky, they wanted to emulate that here on earth. So when you take these trees and you decorate them today, because some of you all will get a tree and decorate it and put it in your home, you will put those lights on those trees. It looks like exactly what you see when you look at it in the sky and you see all those stars and those constellations. Then they will put balls on these trees. I'm talking about modern day decorating of these trees. They didn't have these ornaments back then. They just had gold and silver that they decorated it with. But now we have ornaments, we have lights, and we have balls. Those balls represent moons and planets. The same thing that the Lord told us. Don't learn the way of the other nations because this is what they do. So every year during this time of the year, we get a tree, just like he said. We put it in our homes, just like he said. And we decorate it, just like he said. Then at verse four, he says, they fasten it with nails and hammers that it moved not. So now you got a base that you put that tree in to make sure that it don't fall over. Number five, they are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. So why would this verse be talking about the trees speaking or their inability to speak because these trees were idols that they put in their homes and that they decorated every year emulating what they saw in the sky let's go ahead to verse 8 and read to what the lord said to those of us who do these things he said they are altogether brutish and foolish a stock is a doctrine of vanities, but it gets even better. Let's go down to 14 through 18. And it says, every man is brutish in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the graven image. What image are we talking about right now? We're talking about the image of that tree that we put in our homes and we decorate. It says, for his molten image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. So these were idols, again, that they put in their home. Ain't no breath in these trees. But some actually put them in their homes as idols and decorated them. Let's continue. 16, the portion of Jacob is not like them, for he is a he is the former of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Gather up the, thy wares out of the land, O inhabitants of the fortress. For thus saith the Lord, behold, I will sling out the inhabitants of the land at this once, 
and will distress them that they may find it so. So brothers and sisters, we even at one point in time were participating in these things. And this is why our punishment is so great because the Lord gave us his statues, his laws, and his commandments. He didn't give it to no other nation, he gave it to us. So we were supposed to be his guiding lights in the world of darkness on earth. But let's go to Deuteronomy 4 and 19 and find out what happened and what we did with this astrology and horoscope readings and zodiac signs. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter. We're gonna read verse 19, Deuteronomy 4. Verse 19, and it reads, Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the host of heaven shouldest be driven to worship them. No, we're not supposed to worship these things, brothers and sisters. They are the creation. We're supposed to worship the creator that created them. But again, the question is asked, should us be driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord thy God have divided unto all nations under the whole heaven? So God put these things for us under heaven, but for what reason? For someone to come and open up our palm and say, well, this is gonna happen to you tomorrow. We want you to look out for this and we want you to look out for that. Or did he create it for another reason, the moon and the stars and the sun? Let's find out why God created these things in the first place. And in order for us to find out these things, we got to go back to Genesis. So let's go to Genesis, the first chapter, and we're going to read verses three through five. Genesis, the first chapter, verses three through five, we're talking about astrology versus the wisdom of God. Genesis, the first chapter, verses three through five, let's read. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. So the first thing that we read from this brothers and sisters is that number one, those lights in the sky, sun, moon, and stars was what God used to start time. Again, it started time brothers and sisters. Now we know what a day is. The evening starts the day and the morning finishes the day. Well, Brother Black Ice, I thought it was different. I thought a day started in the morning and ended at night. That's not what I just read. That's why we got to get into this book. It said, and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening that comes first and the morning was the first day. That's why we start our day at sundown. From sundown to sundown constitutes a day, not 1201, brothers and sisters. But let's read some more about these lights that are in heaven. 
And when we say heaven, we're talking about the second heaven, brothers and sisters. And if you read Genesis, the first chapter, you can read about all three heavens in this first chapter. The earth is considered um, the first heaven. Where the sun, moon, and stars are, they're considered the second heaven, or they use the term firmament. And the third heaven, or the heaven of heavens, is where the Father, the Son, and the angels reside. But let's go ahead and continue talking about the sun, moon, and the star, since those are the things that are used with horoscope readings, zodiac signs, and astrology. We're in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, and we're going to read verses 14 through 18. And it says, And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. So what is the sun, moon, and stars for? They're to divide the day from the night. They are for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. That's all they're for, brothers and sisters. They're not for someone to come to you and say, well, you know, there's a fortune for you laid up and I can look according to your zodiac sign and the way the stars are positioned that you're gonna turn out to be this type of person or this is the reason why you have the type of attitude that you have is because you're a Capricorn or it's because you are a, a, a Pisces. No, brothers and sisters, that didn't come from God. We're reading to you what came from God. And again, the purpose of the sun, moon, and stars is to divide the day from the night to be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. Verse 15, and let them be for lights and the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, that's your sun, and the lesser light to rule the night, that's your moon. He made stars also, and God set them in the firmament of heaven. So now you know that that space where those sun, moon, and stars are at, that's called heaven. Okay, although man calls it space, the Bible calls it heaven, but that's just one of the three heavens that are listed here. And God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good. Now we got an explanation from the creator that created those things as to why he created them and the purpose of their existence. But astronomy, astrology, says something totally different. Now, being brought to America, subjected to slavery and oppression. We were also exposed to the culture of the Europeans, right? And it's the same thing if you were taken in a ship and you were dropped off in any of, any of the Caribbean lands or Spain or Arabia or anywhere else, we were subjected to the culture of that particular nation that held us captive, brothers and sisters. Right. And part of that exposure to their culture included astrology. Now, through astrology, we were exposed to horoscopes and zodiac signs. However, 
the Lord warns us of participating in these things. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. Deuteronomy 18, we're going to read 10 through 14. Deuteronomy 18, and we're going to read 10 through 14, and it reads, There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. Necro means dead, brothers and sisters. So necromancer means those who um, try to bring back the dead, or try to go to the graveyard and have communications with the dead. That's what necromancer means. Verse 12, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God do drive them out from before thee. So brothers and sisters, the Lord said those who participate in those things are an abomination unto him. Verse 13, thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God for these nations which you shall possess Hearken unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for you, the Lord thy God have not suffered you to do so. So again, brothers and sisters, this is nothing new. We're already all the way back in the book of Deuteronomy. And they were practicing horoscopes and zodiac signs and astrology. They just didn't call it those things at that particular time, but they were still practicing those same things, brothers and sisters. We're in the book of Deuteronomy reading about that. Diviners, brothers and sisters, only means that someone who's practicing the study of the sun, moon, and stars as it relates to someone's attitude or personality or personal life. Let's read some more about what the Lord says about those who delve in these zodiac signs and in these um, horoscopes and astrology. Let's go to the book of Colossians, the second chapter, verse nine. Colossians two and nine. This, this is not anything new, brothers and sisters. The teachers and the prophets, they've always had to deal with nations dealing with astrology, zodiac signs, and horoscope readings. Let's go to Colossians 2. Let's see. Colossians 2. Let me make sure that I am in the right. Uh, let's see. It's going to be Colossians 2 and 8. 2 and 8, I'm sorry, Sister Key, Colossians 2 and 8. It says, Be beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Okay? So people can speak very well and they got a lot of words that they say when they speak. And they could tell you how your sign, whatever your sign is, Aries or Capricorn or Sagittarius or Aquarius or whatever it is, they can 
they can read things down to you. Oh, this is what's going to happen to you. Or you like this, or you like that. Well, you're always going to find somebody that's like this or like that. You know, somebody's sick in your family. You know, I, I'm, I'm reading that with you. It's always going to be somebody sick in somebody's family. Or you do so much for everybody else and you put a lot of things on your shoulder. And, and it seems like when you need help or when you need somebody, ain't nobody there for you. That's 99% of us, brothers and sisters. You got good game. You know how to philosophize. You know how to talk. So the Lord says right here at verse 8, be aware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not Christ. And that's why this lesson tonight is called Astrology versus the Wisdom of God. We got to keep reading more, brothers and sisters. Now, we're going to go to the book of Acts, the 16th chapter. We have to be careful as to what spirits we invite into our minds, brothers and sisters. Well, what do you mean what spirits? Don't you know that there are spirits that are out there? What do you think those fallen angels that occupied a third of heaven that got kicked out of heaven with Satan are doing? You think they're just somewhere, just sitting here chilling on earth? No, brothers and sisters, these are evil spirits that can't occupy you and your mind if you allow it to, if you open that Pandora's box, that box of horoscope reading and zodiac signs and astrology, they can enter in through that door, causing you to do things that are anti-Christ and not even know it. You're thinking you're doing the right thing. Let's go to Acts, the 16th chapter. We have several examples in the word of God where people were possessed by evil spirits. Let's go to Acts, the 16th chapter, and you wonder why people on your job act the way they act? People in your family act the way they act? It's not them. It's that they open up the door for evil spirits to come into them. Well, I wonder why she would say something like that. I wonder why he would do something like that. They open up the door, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Acts, the 16th chapter, verses 16 through 21. Acts, the 16th chapter, verses 16 through 21. Watch those zodiac signs and horoscope readings and people who follow astrology. Acts, the 16th chapter, verses 16 through 21. Let's read what it says in the... New Testament. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, here's a woman, a certain damsel. You ever heard that term damsel in distress? Yes, yeah, she was in distress. All right. Let's find out why. A certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. These are people who try to tell your future, soothsayers. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, the spirit that was occupying her, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. 
And he came out that same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains were gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers. So brothers and sisters, you'll be surprised as to what door you open with these palm readings and zodiac signs and horoscope readings. You got to be careful, brothers and sisters, and you wouldn't know it if we wasn't reading this word to you right now. That's why we open up the book. We get into the word. Let's Let's find out what God feels about it, what he has to say about it, not what Brother Black Ice has to say about it or anybody else. All I can do is to be a guide and point you in the direction of what God feels and what God thinks. Now, let's deal with horoscopes, astrology, and zodiac signs. And we're going back to do some research. You could type it into your Google engine, your 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 Wikipedia's or whatever. It says there is a daily horoscope, a weekly horoscope, a monthly horoscope, and a yearly horoscope. There is a love horoscope, a, a, a work horoscope, a daily horoscope, and much more. Astrology, divination, did we just read that word, divination, right? We just read it in several of the scriptures. And here it is popping up again, not this time in the Bible, but associated with astrology. It says astrology, divination, that consists of interpreting the influence of stars and planets on earthly affairs and human destinies. In ancient times, it was inseparable from astronomy. It originated in Mesopotamia, third millennium BC and spread to India, but it developed in Western from form and Greek civilization during the Hellenistic period. Astrology entered Islamic culture as part of the Greek tradition and was returned to Euro European culture through Arab Arabic learning during the Middle Ages. Now, you see that crescent and that star associated with some Islamic flags? God said, make no images. And we're going to read that in a minute. Of anything in heaven, on earth, or un underneath earth. So that ain't God's star. And then the people who call themselves us has a star with six points on it and say, this is David's star. That didn't come from God because God said, make no images. Those are images, brothers and sisters, but we're gonna get into that also. The Zodiac is based on a 12 month calendar. Each month from the first to the 12th is represented by a sign and each sign is supposed to represent a personality or attitude according to Greek tradition. The bright stars that rise at intervals cast a spiritual influence over human affairs. Astrology was also important in ancient China. And in imperial times, it became standard practice to have a horoscope cast for each newborn child and all decisive junctures of life. If you go to Chinatown, 
they'll bring out a sheet. And they say, oh, this is the time of the monkey, or this is the time of the goat, and this is the time of this and that. They delving in it too. And that's why the Bible talks about do not go the way of the heathens. That word heathen is translated as nations because all nations have delved into this antichrist, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and continue reading about um, this, brothers and sisters. It says, through the, um, through the Copernican system, it said, though the Pernican system shattered the geocentric worldview that astrology requires, interest in astrology has continued into modern times and, and astrological signs are still widely believed to influence personality, right? Now, let's deal with this astrology. But we're going to deal with this astrology in comparison to God's wisdom. Do we have an example in the Bible where astrology was used versus God's wisdom? Of course we do, brothers and sisters. See, as man, we lean to we we seem to lean on our own understanding more than God's wisdom. Man gets into trouble when he leads into his own wisdom because man gets his wisdom from Satan. Y'all remember Adam and Eve? They listened to Satan and leaned on their own understanding and death got put on the table in the garden, right? The children of Israel consumed Satan's wisdom in the wilderness and they built a golden calf and did none of them make it. They came out of Egypt into the promised land with two, which was Joshua and Caleb. And there was over a million brothers and sisters that came out of Egypt. But let's get into this. Let's deal with Isaiah 47, 9 through 14. Isaiah 47. Nine through 14. And brothers and sisters, there's no difference with this holiday season that's going on right now. They are celebrating the festival of lights right now. Where do you think the festival of lights came from? They came from what the nation saw when they looked in the sky. Because this time of the year is the most, is or is the darkest time of the year, right? So those lights in the sky were more pronounced during this time of the year when it gets dark so early than any other time of the year. So they say, man, since it's so dark, we got to get some lights out there. And those lights are the same lights that we look at when we see, when we look at the sky, we're going to emulate them. So now everywhere you go, it's the festival of lights. It's lights on this trees. It's lights here and it's lights there. That's where it came from. It's a paganistic celebration. We're in the book of Isaiah, the 47th chapter. We're going to read verses 9 through 14. And it reads, But these two things shall come to you in a moment in one day. The loss of your children. What's happening in Chicago? in every other major inner city where our people live, we're losing our children to our own hand due to gun violence. 
The Lord said here, these two things shall come to you in a moment in one day, the loss of your children and widowhood. Where are your men at? They're dying at an alarming rate. If it's not to the violence in these streets, it's to health problems. The Lord said, you're going to lose your children and you're going to go into widowhood. They shall come upon thee in their perfection for the multitude of thy sorceries and for the great abundance of thine enchantments. See, the Lord is punishing us for getting involved in all these things that we're not supposed to be involved in. He said, I want to set you aside and make you different. You are a peculiar people. I want to sanctify you and set you apart. But you say, no, Lord, I don't want that. I want to do what they doing. They look like they having so much fun. I want to do everything that they doing. So we get out there for Halloween. We get out there during the Christmas holiday. We get out there during Easter. These are not our celebrations. Our celebrations are listed in the book of um, Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. The Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Day of Pentecost, the Memorial of the Blowing of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Tabernacles, the Eighth Day. These are our celebrations, brothers and sisters, that the Lord gave us to celebrate. But we don't want that. We want what our slave masters gave us. Verse 10, we're still in Isaiah 47 chapter, verse 10. It says, for you have trusted in your wickedness. You have said, none seeth me, your wisdom and your knowledge, it have perverted you. And you have said in your own heart, I am and none else besides me. Therefore shall evil come upon you. You shall not know from where it comes from or where it rises. And mischief shall fall upon you. You shall not be able to put it off. And desolation shall come upon you suddenly, which you shall not know. What's going on in your life right now? In the life of your family members and friends. It's so much mischief. People are talking about each other, stabbing each other in the back. All these things, why do you think that they're happening? They're not happening for no reason at all. They're happening because we're doing the very things that the Lord commanded us not to do. We're talking about astrology, horoscope readings, zodiac signs versus the wisdom of God. Verse 12, it says, stand now with thine enchantments and with the multitude of your sorceries wherein you have labored from your youth. If so, be you shall be able to profit. If so, be you mayest prevail. You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from these things that shall come upon you. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me the people that's reading the palms, they can't stop you from going through what you're going through in your life? They couldn't see what you was about to go through in your life to prevent you from going through it? No, they couldn't do it, brothers and sisters, because the Lord put this on us. 
and what the Lord puts on us, no one could avert us from participating in. I love this verse, brothers and sisters. I got to read this again. Isaiah 47 and 13, it says, but you are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Let now the astrologers, whoever they may be, the stargazers and the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from these things that shall come. It says, behold, they shall be as stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at nor fire to sit before it. So God got something for these people that do these things, brothers and sisters. And we don't want to be partakers in the punishment that the Lord has for them. The Lord said, the fire shall burn them. What fire is this? That's that second death that Revelations, the 20th chapter talks about, which is the lake of fire. No, brothers and sisters, I'm good on that. Let's go to Daniel, the ninth chapter. Let's read about these astrologers and these pronosticators and stargazers and horoscope readers and zodiac sign having folks versus God's wisdom. Let's see what, who wins. Daniel, the ninth chapter. Let's go to Daniel, the ninth chapter, verses one through five. We're talking about astrology versus the word of God. We're in the book of Daniel, the ninth chapter. And we're going to read verses one through five. Daniel, the ninth chapter, one through five, and it reads, In the first year of Darius, the son of uh, Asarius, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years. Whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face upon the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercies to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Oh, so wait a minute. We want mercy from the Lord, but his mercy is contingent on keeping his commandments? Something called learning on the way to learning something. Verse five, we have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from the precepts and from thy judgments, how did we go so far astray? By following these other nations and their astrology and their horoscope readings and their zodiac signs. And we started believing that these things that we saw in the sky can tell us our future. But wait a minute, it gets even better. Let's go down to verse 13 and 14 and let's read and see what happens. It says, as it is written in the law of Moses, all the evil has come upon us, yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. 
Therefore had the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works, which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. That's what this is about. That's what this lesson is about. That's what this Bible class is about. Showing you what the word of God says, bringing us back to it so that we can obey his voice, which is ultimately obeying his words. Now, I skipped something and I got to go back up and read it. Let's read verse seven through nine. Daniel 9, seven through nine. It says, O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces as at this day to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off. Though all through all the countries where thou have been driven to them. So you know we've been driven to America, right? But we still got God. He, he ain't left us, brothers and sisters. He just drove us here as a punishment. How many people saw um, Superman, right? There were people who were trying to fight Superman's father and they put them in this capsule and they banned them and sent them to another place, right? Or let's look at the angels of God that were kicked out of heaven. Earth became their prison, right? So they were kicked out of one place and sent to another place. Well, we were kicked out of our own land, Israel. And America became our prison. The Caribbeans became our prison. So we are in prison right now. The Lord put us here because this is our punishment for our iniquities and our sins, brothers and sisters. But let's go ahead and keep going. Seven through nine, it says, O Lord, to us belong of confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. It's kind of self-explanatory, brothers and sisters. So let's go to the book of James, the first chapter, one through five. James one, one through five. James one, one through five, and it reads, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad. Greetings. And that's how you got here, Israel. You have been scattered. You're not African American. That's what you've been called, but you are Israelites, scattered by God, who used Europeans and their ships for us to get on to be taken all across the world. Verse two, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith work of patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. 
So if you want to know something, you ain't got to go to no palm readers. You ain't got to open up the paper and look at the zodiac sign or the horoscope reading. It says, if you want to know something here, if you lack wisdom, it says, let him ask of God that give to all men liberally and a braid of not, and it shall be given him. It shall be given him, brothers and sisters. So maybe we've gone off course. Maybe we have gone astray. Something has happened, brothers and sisters. Now, the verse that I wanted to read and I didn't get a chance to get to, brothers and sisters, and, and I would just say it to you. Remember when um, the handwriting on the wall came, right? Matter of fact, I'm going to find that, Sister Key. Let's go back to Daniel the ninth chapter. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Daniel 9, Team Truth Hour, help me out out there. We're looking for the handwriting on the wall when the king couldn't uh, get anybody to interpret it. I got to read this real quick. Let's see. Okay. I, I really want to show this. Uh, let me see. Daniel. AJV. And writing. Okay, let's go to Daniel. The fifth chapter. Let's go to Daniel, the fifth chapter. And I think we can find it in here because I want to show you something, brothers and sisters. There we go. Daniel, the fifth chapter. Now, the king had used these golden or these vessels that was taken out of Jerusalem. He had filled it up and he was utilizing it for a party that he was having. And he really pissed off the Lord. Right. So the Lord sent a hand in to hand right on the wall. A, a saying which troubled the king. The king couldn't understand what the handwriting on the wall was. So guess who the king went and got first, right? So now, let's show you this at verse um, 11. Hmm. Well, let me see. I want to go there first. Well, let's go to verse 11. First, let's go to verse 11. It says, there, there is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. Right? They attributed it to gods, but we know Daniel served the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It says, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, the king, I say, your father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Now, why was Daniel master over them? Because this was God's wisdom versus man's wisdom who man had gotten from Satan. So they were magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, right? Now, the king brought them all in. They couldn't interpret 
what the handwriting on the wall was. Let's go down to verse 15. It says, and now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me that they should read the writing and make known unto me the interpretation thereof, but they could not show the interpretation of this thing. But wait a minute. The soothsayers, the magicians, the astrologers, none of those people could make the interpretation of the thing? Wait a minute. Why was Daniel able to do it and not these horoscope readers and zodiac sign folk? Because we're talking about the wisdom of God versus astrology, brothers and sisters. There is no comparison. They call Daniel a master over those people. So if you are into astrology, if you are into horoscope readings, if you are into zodiac signs, get into the word of God. Because what you are into currently cannot trump the word of God. Daniel was able to make the king know the interpretation thereof. Your kingdom has been weighed in the balance and have been found wanting, right? Another lesson for another time, but let's go ahead and close this thing out, y'all. We got three more. Um, we're getting ready to close this thing out. Now, because of these things that we entertain, that we look at when we see, when we look in the sky. It has caused our own vain imaginations to place stars as our symbols, crosses as our symbols, fish as our symbols, birds as our symbols. Now, there's a six-pointed star that a nation used and calls it the Star of David. David didn't have no star, brothers and sisters, because the God that he served told him to make no images. But let's find out where this star, six-pointed star, came from. This is the star of Rimfam, brothers and sisters. Rimfam was a god. The beginnings of, the, of, of this star was seen as far back as 77,000 BC in South Africa, where the yearly southern extreme of the sun's position was recorded using an upward pointing triangle for winter solstice, sunrise, and sunset, and a downward pointing triangle later recorded the summer solstice event to read this symbol Place yourself at the point looking toward the wide end where the sun rises and sets. Northward for summer solstice, southward for winter. By 60,000 BC, sundial shadows were being used to measure the daily movement of the sun. The shadow made by the sun and the center pole or I'm sorry, and the, and the center pole traces the movement of the sun across the sky, creating a V-shape 
divisions of the circle indicated times of day. Later, the poles were tilted for greater accuracy in, in beautiful renderings during the uh, Lascu period, 14,500 BC, summer and winter solstice were represented by overlapping the triangles. Oh, so when you overlap one triangle with another triangle, you get the six point star. What? You mean to tell me this ain't had nothing to do with God at all? But this is supposed to be the star of David? Wait a minute. Something is wrong here. It says they were represented by overlapping the triangles, creating a hexagon or a six-point star, the horizontal center line created by the intersecting triangles denotes the equinoxes. Wow, brothers and sisters. And eventually they attributed this star to a god named Rimfam. Very interesting. All roads lead back to idol worship and what they did originally in Babylon, just remixing it from nation to nation to nation to nation. Bet you ain't nobody ever told you, and I'm not talking about us Israelites who've been following this thing, that the six-point star was not our star, was not the Israelites' star, was not the star of David. Didn't have nothing to do with God at all. Let's get ready to close this things out. Let's go to Acts 7, 41 through 43. Acts 7. We're going to read 41 through 43. Acts 7, 41 through 43. And it reads, And they made a calf in those days. What days are we talking about? In the wilderness. The children of Israel, after they was released from the bondage of Egypt, we spoke about that earlier in this lesson, but we're in the New Testament now, in the book of Acts. Why is they talking about what happened then with Moses and the children of Israel in the book of Acts? Because it's important for us to know what they did wrong so that we can avert those same mistakes. Acts 7.41, and they made a calf in those days and offered sacrifice unto the idol and rejoiced in the works of their own hands. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven. What is the host of heaven? Sun, moon, star, same thing that the zodiacs and the horoscopes and the astrologers do. The Lord gave them up to worship the host of heaven at verse 42. As it is written in the book of the prophets, O ye house of Israel, you have offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of 40 years in the wilderness. Yeah, you took up the tabernacle of Malak and the star of your God, Riphim. The star of your God, Riphim. What is the star of the God, Riphim? That's that six-pointed star, brothers and sisters. Woo. 
Ooh, it's a lot of information and a lot of knowledge in this lesson tonight. The star of Rimfam is not our star. It's not God's star. I got to read that again. Verse um, 43. It says, yeah, you took up the tabernacle of Malak and the star of your God Rimfam, figures which, may, which you made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Wait a minute. We was never supposed to be rocking with the six-point star. Amen. Let's go back to Amos, the fifth chapter, and see if we can double down on what we just read. Amos 5, 25 through 27. Amos 5. Twenty-five through twenty-seven, astrology versus the wisdom of God. Amos five verses twenty-five through twenty-seven. It said, "Have you offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, O house of Israel? But you have borne the tabernacle of your Malach and Shuin, your images, the star of your God. With Shuin is the same God, Renfam." Again, just different name used, which you made to yourselves. Therefore, I will cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, saith the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. And you wonder why you in captivity? You wonder why we came over here in a whole of ships, spread it throughout the world? This is why. And we trying to show the Lord, well, we ain't into this no more. We ain't trying to do this no more. But yeah, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Pisces. I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a Aries. You know, man, I I I tell you, man, I'm 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 a little bit freaky, y'all. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a little. It ain't because you're a Sagittarius. It's because you just freaky, <laughs> brothers and sisters. We are a tripped out people. We go after everybody else's gods, right? Exodus 20, one through four, we are almost done, brothers and sisters. Give us about five more minutes. Exodus 20, one through four. Exodus 20, one through four, and it reads, and God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Let's stop right there. How concrete is that? Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images, no six-point star, no five-point star, no fish, no cross, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image of anything or any likeness that is in heaven above, no sun, moon, or star, or that is in earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. We got to get rid of these things that we have become accustomed to just because we see everybody else doing it, brothers and sisters. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall in the ditch. At the end of the day, we have to come to the Father through Jesus. The only way to do this is to read the owner's manual, brothers and sisters. And the owner's manual is none other than this book, the Bible, or the Word of God. Right? 
This keeps us on the path to salvation. Let's close this thing out. 1 Corinthians 10, 20 and 21. 1 Corinthians 10, 20 and 21. And it reads, But I say that these things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. So we got some decisions to make brothers and sisters. Are we going to keep participating in the things that the Lord told us not to participate in? Yeah, to you, it may be Christmas. It may be fun. It may be something that you give to your children that it reminds you of your dead loved ones like your grandmother, your grandfather. Y'all had a beautiful time this time of year, but the Lord told you don't make no trees and decorate them and put them in your home and participate in these things. So what are we going to do? We got some decisions to make, brothers and sisters. And again, it's not to make Black Ice proud. It's not to make anybody else proud. This is between you and God, nobody else. My job as a minister is to just come to you and guide you to the words of God so that you can know how he feels, what he thinks, and what he says. Let's go to the book of Proverbs, the third chapter, 5 through 7. Proverbs. The third chapter, five through seven, and we got one more place after this, Proverbs 3, five through seven, it says, see, you think that giving up these man-made holidays is going to make you miss out on something, or you're going to lose something if you give them up, right? But this is what the Lord said in the book of Proverbs. The third chapter, verses five through seven, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Did you know that these things were evil? Horoscope readings, zodiac signs, delving in astrology. These are things that the Lord calls evil. So we got to do what this says do, depart from those evil things, brothers and sisters. And here's the last place, Acts the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 12. Acts the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 12. And I know what some of y'all are saying right now. Man, I sure wish my brother was on here watching this. My sister was on here watching this. My mama, my aunt was on here watching this. Well, you can share the video with them, brothers and sisters. But again, even in sharing this with someone, be gentle in your delivery because we ain't trying to um, offend people. Personally, we're not trying to do that. So what we do is we let the word offend them into correction. We just say, hey, I thought that this is something that you might want to check out. Check out this brother. He's talking about zodiac signs and horoscope readings and astrology versus the word of God. Check, check it out. There, it was some interesting things I heard in there that that brother read. Check, check this out. Tell me what you think. 
Don't be saying, see, I told you all that stuff that you're doing wasn't no good. Listen to him. No, that's going to turn somebody off, brothers and sisters. So be patient with our family and our brothers and our sisters because, again, they didn't know these things. We're in the book of Acts, the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 12. Acts, the fourth chapter, verses 10 through 12, and it reads, Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him do this man stand here before you hold. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And we're claiming Jesus, brothers and sisters, all day, air day. Not every day, all day, air day. So brothers and sisters, we hope that you appreciated this lesson, that you learned something from this lesson, that it was edifying to you and glorifying to God. And um, thank you so much for your time. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. Now, for those who are on YouTube, what we're asking you to do is not only to subscribe to this channel, but go on Facebook and like our group page, which is the Truth Hour Bible Class. I know that you have been missing some of these lessons, but again, YouTube restricted us from posting for a period of time. And um, hopefully by the time you are watching this video, it has been corrected. Now, for those who are on Facebook, go and like our YouTube channel, Truth Hour TV. If you want to be added to our text message invite reminder list, then text your name in the keywords Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Again, 312-719-7310. This lesson tonight was all Sister Key Israel's fault. If she never would have posted that post about the zodiac signs and never would have inspired me to get deep into the lesson tonight. So y'all got Sister Key Israel to thank for tonight's lesson. So again, brothers and sisters, continue to pray for your brother Black Ice, my household. Um, and I will continue to pray for you and your loved ones. Let's continue to keep in our hearts and minds those who are suffering losses and dealing with illnesses and continue to pray over them in the name of Jesus that God either heals them, gives them grace, comfort, and peace, brothers and sisters, and salvation. With that being said, YouTube, we are signing off. Peace and blessings in Jesus' name. Talk shoe, we are about to sign off as soon as we do our prayer. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you once again, Father God, for this hour and 15 minutes that you have allowed us to use this platform to speak what thus saith the Lord, Father God. Father God, let this lesson, Father God, be an educating lesson, Father God, on what you would want us to do and what you would not want us to do as it pertains 
to many things that the world has given us, Father God, making us believe that it is the right thing. Father God, we ask that you just give us the understanding and the wisdom of your words that are written in this book, Father God, so that our eyes may be open as to who we are, what our responsibility is, and how we can save ourselves through fear and trembling. Father God, at the end of the day, we ask that those who are watching and listening were edified and that you were glorified in the mighty name of Jesus, Yahshua name we pray, amen. All right, brothers and sisters, peace and blessings and good night until next Tuesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.